I'm Dustin. I'm Sylvia. I'm Bob. And this is... Movies Movies Against against Toys! This is for talking! For the fugitive! You ruined Schindler's Land! All Jackie Chan movies! Boogie Nights! And Big Mama's House! I felt like you were doing an introduction for, like, Rocky. It felt like that. Yeah, this isn't Rocky. It's not. <laughs> but with Rocky, I had like a whole thing. Vince Buffer <laughs> introduction. What was your pick this week? Predator from 1987. It's not the Predator. That's what makes it different. Yeah, yeah. I learned that trying to look up stuff for this movie. That the Predator is a different movie. Yeah. <laughs> it was actually kind of hard looking up stuff for this movie because everything was mixed together, all the sequels. Yeah. That's how try, a lot of Try and find are. like behind the scenes stuff about it. And it's like, oh, yeah, in, in episode two or mo- the second movie in the sequel, in yeah. the third movie. Oh, in Alien vs. Predator, there was this. That's what we have to watch next. We watched all the aliens. Alien vs. Predator. And then the other <laughs> night, I had her watch Predator 2 with me. Oh, yeah. She fell asleep at the last. I didn't like it. The Danny Glover one? Yeah. Did not Bill like Paxton. it. Bill Paxton. Gary Busey. <laughs> I don't even think I made it halfway through that one. No, I had to keep waking you up. <laughs> hey, it's, it's still on. Not to my knowledge. It's not as good as this. Yeah, Arnold was going to be in it. He turned it down. He that's, read the script. Yeah. <laughs> that's one of a couple that he he was going to be in, and they supposedly yeah, wanted Yeah, he was going to be in The Predator too. Yeah. Turn that one down also. He was supposed to be at the end when they opened The, the Predator Killer. It was going to yeah, be Duke. Probably because it was a bit or Dutch. <laughs> well, the first time for Predator 2... I saw something where he said he didn't like the environment it was in. Like, I didn't I, like I that it was a city. He didn't like the fact that it was in the city, yeah. I didn't like that either. It totally put me off. I did not like it. He was going to do it. They wanted him, but they decided he was asking too much money. Oh, yeah. $250,000. I feel like they were being greedy. <laughs> That's not really a lot for, no. for Arnold. He was asking for 250000 It was too much. Especially at the time. Yeah. He was already a big name. It's 92. I think that was 92, right? Predator 2. <laughs> And Isn't then, he supposed to be coming out with another movie now? A Zeus or something? I saw something where he's dressed up like Zeus. I don't know what the movie's going to be called, but I saw something with him dressed yeah, up like Zeus. They're saying he like came full circle. He was, he was Hercules, and now he's Zeus. <laughs> <laughs> but then they tried to get him again in 2010, Predators. Yeah. That's one where they go to like the Predator world. Oh, yeah. Again, he was going to do it. That's the one they wouldn't work around his schedule. <laughs> he was the governor. Yeah, yeah. He had to work around a schedule. <laughs> but they always make it sound like he declined the role. Right, no, yeah. they just couldn't work with him with the yeah. roles. Yeah, I think it was I thought it was the second movie he actually declined it. Unless that unless that comment he made came after the fact. I don't know. I have an alien versus predator movie with Arnold and Sigourney Weaver. Yes. <laughs> that was another thing they were talking about doing with the Predator in twenty eighteen. Yeah. Th- that Supposedly, they were going to have that tank open at the end that had the, like the bracelet in it that could fight right, yeah. predators, and it was going to be Sigourney Weaver from. It was going to be Ripley from, from, from Aliens. Aliens. <laughs> That'd they, be cool. They couldn't get her, so really? they decided they were just going to do a stunt double. How could they not get her? What else is she doing? I don't know. They couldn't <laughs> afford her or something, so they were like, "Well, we'll just get a stunt double to do it." Yeah. And then finally, someone was like, "No, no, 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 no. That would be stupid." <laughs> just have this extra who's in here <laughs> have yeah. the suit jump on him. See, I thought there should have been a sequel to that movie. 
Predator. Doing something with that suit. I, I, I just didn't like it. Instead, the new movie coming out is going to be like a prequel to all of them. Like the Predators. Yeah, so I first, am excited about that. First visit to Earth. It's, I think it's supposed to be called Prey, and it's going to be a prequel, but it's a series. Oh, That's yeah. cool. On Hulu, I think it was. Huh. I didn't know it was going to be a series. Prequels. I thought it was going to be a movie. If they're done right. Yeah, 2022 <laughs> Predator prequel called Prey. So this year. Something about a some female Native American is the main character it's going after. Is it Billy? I don't know who. No, it's not Billy. Oh, okay. I said female. I know. I don't know. Billy had problems in this movie. <laughs> well, that kind of annoyed me. I th- if we're talking about the same thing. They had to hire security. Yeah. What What is with that story? Not to protect him, but to protect people around him. Right. <laughs> I read that. Like, oh, he he was such a badass. The the insurance refused to let him be in the movie unless they hired a bodyguard to protect other people from Billy yeah. or Sonny Landham. But then, dude, I scoured the internet looking yeah. for just one example of him being <laughs> any type of anything on set or a fight outside. Of, there's yeah. no history there's behind no, I mean, it. Later on in his life, there's some stuff you can find, but nothing... Beforehand. Really? It's just, I mean, some acting roles. Well, before but, this movie, I don't think he was really a known name. No, he was in porn. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> he might have been extra in, in a couple other movies, but that's that's about it. Right. Maybe, I don't maybe understand it came from that and it so... didn't make the news because he wasn't a big name then. Yeah. I don't understand why they're so scared of him. Though. I don't know. I'm sure maybe. I mean, I'm not saying really... they're lying. I yeah. just, I found no evidence of anything. <laughs> it was just he had a reputation as being someone who started fights a lot. It's like, well, you know how he is. No, I don't. No one talks. <laughs> no one does. I found that particular comment about him on several different sites. Yeah. I think, I'm pretty sure it's a real thing. It happened, but right. I don't know. I just wish there was some, you figured there'd be like one the con- story, the, some real AD context behind it. Yeah. yeah. Some like second unit light guy may have <laughs> caught nothing. Yeah. I don't know if it was necessarily that he was fighting people on the sets of movies. It might've been like behind the scenes stuff, hanging out at a bar in between shoots or right. It was probably that kind of thing. Yeah. I, the the more I looked, I mean, I found he had a he had a lot of issues in, later in his life. Yeah. He he did what four years in prison. <laughs> he was weird because he he went to prison for a phone call. <laughs> How? That's hard to do. Did he like threaten the president or something? <laughs> <laughs> no. For obscene and threatening calls to his wife, he spent three years in prison. Wow. Yeah. Three years for a phone call. Well, I don't know. I mean, that's. I'm probably yeah. making it sound less than it was. I had to be a terrible phone call. <laughs> yeah, no doubt. <laughs> she had got a, a tape or something. I mean, maybe. I mean, he's, he was married five times. I don't want to speak ill of the dead. He is dead. He died. He passed away. Yeah, he was convicted of federal charges for threatening and obscene phone calls to his wife. Spent three years in prison. Wow. So, Predator, 1987, directed by John McTiernan, produced by Joel Silver, which means it's going to be good. Because mm-hmm. he invented Ultimate Frisbee. I don't know if Ultimate well, Frisbee is good. You've never been able to make me play it. I don't. I don't think so. Me neither. <laughs> I just that's a weird fact about Joel Silver. <laughs> this one came out June twelfth, nineteen eighty seven. Where were you, woman? Well, I was three years old, and I was probably if it was summer playing in the mud or the pool, and if it was winter, huddled between my cats. <laughs> That would be where I was. Bob, same question. June 12th, 1987. I was probably about 16. 
doing what pretty much all 16 year old kids do <laughs> playing in the mud with cats <laughs> no that's a three-year-old little girl <laughs> oh, no i was holding him under the mud no oh uh, yeah holding the cats under the mud <laughs> no. now january 6th 2021 where were you where yeah i don't know we moved around a lot when i was growing up 2021 oh january what? 6th why the hell are you asking that i'm just asking where you were <laughs> he's trying to get you for a crime bob what, did, what did you do on that date? You're trying to pit on. I you. didn't do anything, but I couldn't get a hold of you. you request the lawyer. <laughs> sure, you weren't raiding some Capitol building. Yeah. No, I don't know. I don't know. Whatever. I, just, I noticed your Viking helmet. You were wearing to the studio today. Never even been to the Capitol. Okay. <laughs> did you plant a Viking helmet in my house? <laughs> I swear to God, officer, that's not mine. <laughs> just a Viking helmet. You don't think about the music. It, it, the music's done I love by it. yeah, music by Alan Silvestri, which I mean, he's done a lot of good stuff. But you don't, you don't remember the music, and then you watch it, and it's like, wow, the music is great. <laughs> he has like his own theme. Yeah, I don't think I saw this in theaters when it came out. I probably saw it a couple years later when I went to VHS. I didn't see it in theaters because I was not born yet. <laughs> I'm a baby. <laughs> I like the intro with the helicopter coming down and how they all get off of and they're in like civilian clothes everyone has a different you see their different personality oh man their civilian clothes this is the first time i ever noticed it bill duke he's got a business suit sunglasses like the men in black Mm -hmm. he gets out so fresh (laughs) (laughs) you don't picture him like that from this movie no and then friggin with the stogie yeah arnold with the stogie and and the frat boy polo but then you you got Billy is in just a tracksuit. Yeah. <laughs> Jesse Ventura wearing the MTV t-shirt, which later becomes like a tank top. Yeah. It was great. You all saw their personalities right there. Mm-hmm. The one oddball with the glasses. Shane Black. Yeah. <laughs> you know why he's in it, right? Yeah. They, they brought him on in case they had to do any rewrites on set. Yeah. But he refused. Yeah. They, they, they asked him to do a rewrite. Mm-hmm. Because he's the one that wrote Lethal Weapon... Was it, did he write Die Hard? Oh, I don't remember. He might not have wrote Die Hard, but it happens on Christmas, so I just assume he did. <laughs> yeah. But like Kiss Kiss Bang Bang. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Hey, he's been a part of some big movies. Yeah, he, he writes a ton of stuff. He wrote The Predator in 2018. Yeah, yeah. The one you said you didn't like? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he wrote Last Action Hero. Yeah. You're making me try to think of the, that The Predator was at Christmas now. Because I can't remember. <laughs> I feel like everything he writes is on Christmas. I know. That's why I go back and think. <laughs> this is Christmas in the jungle. So, yeah, they, they wanted him to do a rewrite of the script. He, they asked him. He said no. So they give him a part in the movie mm-hmm. as an actor, thinking once they get him in Mexico on... He might do it. He'll ha- I mean, where's he going to go? And, yeah, he gets there, and it just, just stonewalled him. No, I'm here as an actor. <laughs> I love it. I mean, it didn't need to be rewritten. Yeah, not really. It's kind of a chance. Yeah. When you look at this, like the story in itself, it's not very. You know what the original idea for this movie was? Uh-uh. Where it came from? I know it, it came from a joke about Sylvester Stallone having to play ET because he ran out of opponents. Oh yeah. <laughs> and it kind of just blossomed from that. <laughs> that was what the original script was too. It was going to be one man versus an alien. Yeah. And Arnold saw it and decided he, he, he didn't want to do it, just him versus an alien. So that's when they, they kind of figured out the it's going to be a team. Yeah. What was it? Uh, some diplomat or something they were going in to rescue is why why they were there to begin with? Yeah, 
I'm fuzzy on the reason they're there. I know it's just a story he cooked up to drop them in a meat grinder. Yeah. <laughs> I've watched it a few times now, and I cannot. It's cabinetmen? Cabinetsmen? Yeah. What do they call them? Your cabinetsman's dead, or... I don't know. I should know. <laughs> I have no clue. They got me so confused with that. I just know that he's just supposed to use search and rescues, and nothing right. like... This is the only Merc mercenary team that only does rescues. Yeah. <laughs> We're mercenaries, but we just do rescues. <laughs> okay. And how do they have rank if they're just mercenaries? Because that's major Alan Dutch Schaefer. Is it Schaefer? Well, I don't even understand how you'd be under orders if you're a mercenary. I think the idea is they were in the military and now they're mercenaries. Right. Because Dutch and, and Dylan know each other from Nam or something. Yeah. yeah. How great is Dylan? Carl Weathers in this cannot yeah. stand him. So good. Why can't you stand him? Well, he's a good actor. He's doing everything good, but I hate his personality so much on this in movie. This movie yeah. I loved it. Did not like. I it. liked it. He was supposed. Now he was written. Dylan was written just to be a bad guy. Yeah. No redeeming qualities. It. <laughs> it was McTiernan who decided to give him like a road to redemption and let him be part of the team towards the end. Right. It, I think it would have sucked if he was just like, it turned out he was lying to get him there, and he's just a bad guy all around. Yeah. I like him as part of the team. They mainly picked him because he was actually a legitimate actor. Yeah, they wanted they someone wanted somebody. for Arnold to work with. <laughs> yeah. I, I watched the, the DVD with the commentary on, and it's John McTiernan doing the DVD commentary. Yeah. And he basically said that scene where he's like, is this what you're looking for? And then throws him against the wall. That He's like, this scene is why we hired Carl Weathers. Because <laughs> <laughs> at the time, Arnold wasn't exactly a big huge star yet this is 87 he yeah. was still kind of on his come up he was just yeah. starting to blow up yeah, yeah. This, he, this movie boosted it i'm sure he had just done commando but if you watch commando he's it's good yeah but he's not really acting against anyone that's acting back with him right yeah this was a first time screenwriting duo of brothers the thomas brothers <laughs> they had slipped the script under joel silver's door at 20th century fox I guess they were trying to sell it, and they just couldn't, so they slipped it under his door, <laughs> and that's how he got it. But I feel like you just got to have a cool story for how you got the script to the producer. Yeah. You can't be like, yeah, I sold it, and they took it and made it. It's got to be like, <laughs> no, I <laughs> I was rushing there and jumped over a taxi. I wonder how many scripts they have to read in like a week just to pick one. I feel like they're constantly doing that. <laughs> Yeah, there must be tons. Probably a lot. Yeah. <laughs> how many people are just out there trying to make a name for themselves? Yeah. I have no idea how that part works. Yeah, the way I understand Sounds it. Sounds horrible like, to me. From what I've heard, like half the movies that are that end up going into production, they, they weren't even pitched with a script. It's just, just a concept of a movie. Sometimes they'll get made. Yeah. That seems even riskier. And then they, I guess they buy a ton of scripts that'll never be a movie. Yeah. <laughs> they just buy it up. Just to have it so that another studio can't have it. <laughs> okay, so how do we do that so we can make some extra cash over here? Yeah. <laughs> we'll just sell them. I've been writing <laughs> The Return of Gilmore Girls for the past probably 12 years, and no one is writing me back. <laughs> so many scripts out there for the return of, of the girls. The girls of Gilmore. Good luck with that. Thank you. <laughs> I don't need luck, though, when you're this good. No. <laughs> Not a lot of small people in this one. Anna's the smallest person. Yeah, Anna and Shane Black. That's why the story about the first Predator, the first idea for Predator was going to be Jean-Claude Van Damme. Yeah. And he straight up was cast, 
He was and, there uh, in he, Mexico. He, he yeah, scenes. I there's like six different stories as but, to why he got fired. I heard that he filmed scenes, but it was be- like at the very, very beginning, and it was with the original costume that everybody hated. Yeah, did you see it? Yes, it looks so <laughs> bad. <laughs> the head wibble wobbles. The head just wobbles when you move around. Yeah, it looked like a bug head. head. Yeah, it's like a a skeleton dog beetle <laughs> man. <laughs> yeah, it looks horrible. It looked really bad, but but also I think. Probably a good reason for why he's not the Predator is he's 5'9". Yeah. And that's like one of the versions, but it seems the most plausible for me. He's 5'9 going against... The idea behind having him be the Predator was they wanted they wanted somebody who was agile and could do like martial arts and stuff like that. Yeah. But, but having that costume on totally negated that. Right, he couldn't. His hands <laughs> were in like the forearms. His feet were in the ankle or like the kneecaps. Yeah. So he couldn't it, it didn't work. do anything. <laughs> And that was one version of the story is they asked him to do a bunch of like agile stuff and he just couldn't in the costumes. They fired him. Yeah. Then there's the version where he threw the masks down and broke it. And it was like a $2,000 mask. And he's <laughs> like, I'm not doing this film or you don't, you don't cover up my face. Yeah. He didn't want to be uh, like uncredited. Yeah. You can't cover up my face, which I mean, if you didn't tell him you were going to do that, that is kind of fucked up. <laughs> yeah. If you cast him as the predator in the movie predator, like the arguably leading role the title character. Yeah. And then you're like, okay, now just sit in this cast over your face for the next two hours. What? <laughs> yeah. What are you doing? <laughs> I think that's the most likely thing. <laughs> yeah. What's the point of hiring Jean-Claude Van Damme if you're not going to use his face? I get he's agile, but yeah. there's a lot of other guys that are doing your stunt work. Nobody is agile in that costume. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Even the guy they, they found, when, when they redid the costume and recast that actor. Mm-hmm. The guy they the guy they cast was what seven foot six or something. He was like some huge guy. Kevin Peter Hall, seven two. And the costume weighed over two hundred pounds. Right. <laughs> I mean, seven foot seven foot whatever, however strong you are, carrying around two hundred pounds of costume is ridiculous. Yeah. Said they had to have him attached to pulleys and and he was on bungees just to do the scenes yeah. where he's running. I hope they gave him an awesome air conditioner. <laughs> right? Probably. Well, he did. He had, uh, like, the NASCAR drivers where it was a vest that had ice water that would go through it. Nice. Oh, so, I mean, I'm sure that's not enough because it's, it's kind of ridiculous. I want one of those NASCAR driver suits just for the summertime. Yeah. <laughs> just for lawn mowing. <laughs> yeah. Oh, we're talking about the costume. Do you know how much it cost them to have the costume redone? No. $1.5 million. Jesus. <laughs> I mean, it's worth they it. They had to go back to the studio and get and get them to approve it. <laughs> Otherwise, yeah. this movie wouldn't have been made. <laughs> I guess they were sending back shots of, of the costume, the original costume they got. Yeah. And yeah. the studio was like, film everything you can film that doesn't have the alien in it, and we're going to figure out the costume. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That's not working. Thank goodness. $1.5 to redo that. That's crazy. I couldn't imagine. <laughs> Which the budget for this one, I think, is $50 million. Really? Yeah. That's, yeah, I think that's about right. I don't know. I've seen... This is another one where I've seen the budget be $15 million to $50 million. <laughs> There's conflicting... I had seen it 15 to 18 One place. I had serious Popeye vibes. Like the Popeye movie. You know how that was all crazy and drugs and everybody yeah. going nuts on an island? I feel like... That's a lot of what this was like. 
I feel like they couldn't do that because it was too hot. Drugs make you feel hotter, I think. <laughs> I don't know. We're talking about the most ridiculous of people. But yeah, it was five hours to get into the suit. And then he could do two hours in it before he had to take it off. And it took five hours to take it off. <laughs> so that's a 12-hour day for two hours of shooting. Oh, yeah, That's got to be insane. But it works. I mean, that suit. It's awesome. Yeah. It makes the movie. There was different versions of that mask, too. The, the versions where he where had the metal faceplate on. And then there was another version where he had it off. But the ones, the ones where, where he was wearing the metal faceplate underneath, it was just all wide open. Oh, okay. It needs to be. That makes sense then, because I had the biggest problem. When he's wearing that face mask, when he takes it off, his head is so much bigger than what the mask was covering. <laughs> is it not? It feels like it, it goes like out it. because it's electronical and they have things coming out that can make it move, but it still seems bigger than what the mask could hold. <laughs> you see a lot of people complaining about the hair and that's one but of it's my like favorite. tentacles. It's like one of my favorite features. I, I just look at it as braids. That's, yeah. I think it's just braids and that's dope. Kind of just seemed like dreadlocks or something. I didn't even notice. It just, because it was so dirty, like I was just thinking tentacles. Like an octopus. Oh, that I know would have been weird like... if we could use those. <laughs> <laughs> that's actually kind of like one of my scripts I wrote. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Tentacle head, man. Yeah. <laughs> to my point, I was getting at, he's 5'9", Jean-Claude Van Damme. No one on the cast is under six feet tall. Yeah. <laughs> Bill Duke's 6'4", Sonny Landham, 6'2", Jesse Ventura, 6'4", Carl Weathers is 6'2", and Schwarzenegger's 6'2". <laughs> Just a team of huge men running from this little alien. <laughs> I mean, the little alien has some wicked good weapons. Yeah. There's that. He has an aimbot on his shoulder, which yeah, is kind of ridiculous. Go invisible. Yeah. It's OP, but... It kind of helps. <laughs> Kind of takes all the skill out of being a hunter, though. Yeah. Would it be like, ha- was it Halloween that they had to do weird shots because the guy wasn't as tall as he needed to be? Which movie did we do recently that was like that? I don't know. That's kind of like the Peter Jackson, Lord of the Rings stuff where they had to use forced perspective. Yeah. Hmm. Which that stuff's kind of cool. You ever see how they make that? Like how they have Gandalf and Frodo in the same room, but Frodo's a tiny little guy and Gandalf's... No, huge. I need to look that up. It's insane. They'll be sitting at a table talking, and really, if you move the camera, you'll see the table's like seven feet long, and they're on different sides of it, but when they're at the right angle, they're sitting right next to each other, and just one's huge and one's little. Yeah. <laughs> it's like That's the awesome. uh, Ripley's Believe It or Not stuff, but they used it for filming. <laughs> You're about the bet between Arnold and Jesse yes! Ventura. <laughs> it's the best. It's the most Arnold and Jesse Ventura thing that could happen on set. <laughs> yeah, that was great. I feel like you would do that one, pull that on poor people. The way I heard it was Schwarzenegger went to like the wardrobe lady yeah. and told her to tell Ventura that his his bicep was an inch bigger than Arnold's. Yeah. I think it was wasn't it leaving his measuring tape out and he made it bigger for that one? I heard it kinda like that too. Like if, if somehow he wanted Jesse Ventura yeah. to get the idea that his arms right. were an inch bigger. So and then Ventura is the one that came with the idea of like a bet, like okay, well we should see who has the biggest bicep, and then Schwarzenegger says he bet a bottle of champagne on it or something, mm-hmm. right? Whoever's arms are bigger, the other one owed him a bottle of champagne, yeah. and of course when we measured it, I had three inches bigger, <laughs> so of course he had to buy champagne for everyone. <laughs> I hope it wasn't too high. 
<laughs> I mean, that could set like, them up for it. Yeah, <laughs> that's cheating. <laughs> and you see, have you? Did you see any like the behind the scenes stuff with Jesse Ventura? Like his interviews so, and no. stuff. Oh, it was no, so no. funny when he was talking about he's it. He's such a character, yeah. and he's even in the in the behind the scenes. I think it's before. He gets proven to be smaller than Schwarzenegger, which I mean, it's Arnold Schwarzenegger. Yeah, what are you doing, Mister Olympia? <laughs> you should be happy you're only three inches off from him. <laughs> <laughs> but he was hilarious with that. Everyone yeah. has to look that up and listen. He, he, he's he's like, and I'd like to say, you know, uh, turns out my arms are one inch bigger than Mister Olympia, <laughs> so I was pretty happy about that. So it must have been like right before he got yeah to see. <laughs> yeah, Arnold's. Like notorious for doing pranks on set, yeah. And so Stan Winston is the guy who ended up doing the second suit, mm-hmm. the one that we know and love as Predator. He's he was on set, and they're in Mexico. He goes back to his trailer, and there's like giant, huge bullfrogs in his shower. <laughs> like someone had put half a dozen of these huge bullfrogs. He just describes them as the biggest things he ever saw in his shower. <laughs> so he comes storming out of his trailer. And he yells to his guys, go get a bag. Or I think they end up using a pillowcase. And they put all the frogs in the pillowcase. And then Winston gets the key to Arnold's trailer. <laughs> and at the time, Maria Shriver was, they had just gotten married while they were filming. Right. So she was staying with him in the trailer. I guess, and the guys are like, are you sure? Don't, don't, you probably don't want to do this. You shouldn't do this. And he just does. He goes in there and he dumps all the bullfrogs under his blankets at the foot of his bed. He said, poor woman. The next morning they wake up, they're driving to the set together, him and Arnold. They don't say anything about it. Neither one of them brings it up because neither one of them wanted to say that the other one got got. And then I think it's 10 years later, he's doing a talk show. Yeah. And it was about, he was going to be on there with Arnold and they're talking about like a predator thing. Mm -hmm. And he brings up the story and Arnold's like, I didn't do that. It was his guys. His guys (laughs) did it to him and then let him put the bullfrogs in Arnold's trailer. (laughs) (laughs) that's better (laughs) it's pretty great (laughs) i love it that's what you get for having a reputation of doing pranks on set though yeah (laughs) yeah but it was pretty cool that both of them didn't like start screaming about her i think they just took it like a man and went on with the whole thing yeah somebody got screamed at though huh i am sure his wife did a lot of strict screaming yeah (laughs) that poor woman (laughs) yeah she wasn't very happy with arnold around their whole wedding time either I guess she was she was bent that she he was uh, more focused on the movie than he was the wedding. <laughs> oh well, Maria, it's Predator. <laughs> yeah, this is so unprofessional. I have to go to the bathroom. <laughs> Speaking of running to the bathroom, <laughs> <laughs> we're not gonna let that pass, huh? <laughs> nope. Perfect segue. I watched the two disc special edition DVD. Yeah, I looked up to see if there was any Easter eggs on it. There's three. Because you have all these behind-the-scenes, you know, interviews. But one of the Easter eggs, it it tells the story of how everyone on set got diarrhea. Yeah. <laughs> I guess Shane Black says that everything moves slower in Mexico. <laughs> we get a note from the hotel staff not to use the water. It's not potable water. There's something wrong with the filtration system. Right. They gave us the note seven days after it had happened. <laughs> They were there for seven days drinking and using the water. Yeah, apparently only two people didn't get sick. Arnold and the director, I think. Arnold got sick. Did he? Yeah. He tells a story on, I think it's Letterman, where he, he some people in Mexico saw a sight because he had to run to the side of the road and just start crapping. 
I had gotten that he didn't get sick until his chef got sick and he was kind of on his own. <laughs> and then he got sick right afterwards, yeah. but it might be different. <laughs> McTiernan supposedly lost 40 pounds because he didn't eat or drink anything there. <laughs> yeah, Arnold, I think that's Arnold a good lost fast. like 30 pounds during this movie. Or maybe it was for the movie. I think it was for the well, movie. Well, he loses it in shooting because you can just watching it, you can tell his face goes from yeah. plump, strong Arnold to like sunken in. I'm thinking with all the dehydration from the diarrhea. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Which that's what it was. <laughs> that did it. Shane Black's telling the story on the interview about how the, the scene where Billy's staring off in the trees, one of the scenes where Billy's standing off into the trees. <laughs> And Arnold walks up to him, what's wrong? And he kind of gives him that crazy eye look. He's like, I had to go move. They both just, when the, when the director yells cut, they both just charged to the restrooms <laughs> just to start crapping again. It was it was poop, 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 do a scene, poop, poop, poop. Those poor men. I hope and they had course, a good outhouse. Well, the, they're also dealing with the fact that they're all athletes. Yeah. So they're competing with each other with workouts. They try to get earlier and earlier to the gym to beat the other person there. So no yeah. sleep for them. That was mostly between Arnold and Ventura. But they, they kept trying to one up each other and get there early before the other. And that's but Carl Weathers was doing it too. Carl Weathers was waiting until everybody was gone. Yeah, and then working out because he wanted it to look like he was naturally ripped. He's the one that tells the story of he would go in before anybody got there at like three in the morning and just wet himself with water. And then leave with a towel, like, oh, you're just getting here? Yeah. Like, he just had a huge workout, and then after everybody left, would go back and actually have his workout. Yeah, I think originally they started going to work out at, like, 7 a.m., and they kept trying to one-up each other until it became 3 o'clock in the morning. Yeah, that's when it's ridiculous. Because <laughs> then you're also shooting in the jungle of Mexico. <laughs> so A it's, whole cast full of egos yeah. <laughs> trying to one-up each other. <laughs> Ventura's got to catch up those two inches. Yeah. <laughs> That's awesome, though. I don't need to have the thought pattern get up at like seven or nine to work out. I don't have a thought pattern to work out at all. Good for you guys. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Arnold had a whole gym brought out. I think he has a whole gym always brought out and wherever yeah. he's at. And the Rock, the Rock does that too in all his movies. Yeah, the Rock's in great shape, but I don't think the Rock has ever been built like Arnold in this movie. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. He's bigger. The Rock is bigger now than he's ever been. Yeah, <laughs> but still, like you put, look at pictures side by side between like yeah mid eighties Arnold Schwarzenegger and the biggest Rock has been right now two thousand. I don't know if I ever seen the two of them standing side by side. Right, you'd have to physically take the picture. Yeah, yeah, because you can't put the Rock in the seventies right now. <laughs> I don't know. I I don't even know how they are compared Rock to height, and height to each other. Year by age, ten. Years I'm telling you, making. there's no comparison. <laughs> Arnold blows him out of the water. Every time? Yes. <laughs> yeah, I think for sure The Rock is more, or Arnold is more well-defined. Yeah. But I think The Rock's got him on bulk. <laughs> We're about to I have a straight-up fist fight have... in the studio. <laughs> All I was thinking is you're making us lose so many of our Patreons with this. <laughs> I'm ready to break down. He'll sign up just to argue with me. Yeah. <laughs> I don't think his pecs have ever been anywhere near where Arnold's has been. Like Arnold is, so like I said, I'd like to be able to see them side by side because I, I, it's it's hard to tell. Different people have different frames; they're kind of shaped a little different. You know what I mean? Yeah. I don't, I, I don't know what what the height comparison in bet is between them. I don't know. 
Well, it's not to mention Arnold's a lot older now. Yeah. That's what I'm saying. You, you Like I said, you take Arnold from like 85, 86, yeah. put a picture next to The Rock right now, you're going to see there's differences there. Oh, yeah. It's absolutely. not the same thing. Well, I was thinking you just take him from their age group, from Rock when he was 20 to Schwarzenegger. No, it's not fair. When Why Rock not? was 20, he didn't have his gyno surgery to lose his... <laughs> He, when he, if you watched what? Dwayne the Rock Johnson in wrestling when he was just started, he, his boobs go out. He needed to have a gyno surgery to it actually fix his pecs. Matter. <laughs> you just keep going up as the years go and be like, okay, he's nowhere near him at this age. Nowhere near that. Like you just kind of you, you do stalkerism on their pictures. I'm telling you, the Rock never <laughs> caught up with Arnold. Arnold went down to the Rock. That, that's yeah, what you're going to see yeah. if you do that. <laughs> that's fine. <laughs> I'll walk out of this podcast. You guys don't agree with that. I think bone structure wise, Bob, I think, I think Arnold, Arnold had more of a slender <laughs> bone structure than The Rock does. The Rock has more of a broad, wider bone structure, I think. Yeah, I can see that. And I don't know how tall The Rock is. Yeah, again, <laughs> the way I understand it, Vince McMahon lies about all his wrestlers' heights. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so the movie starts out, we, like you said, with the helicopters. Right before we get that shot of the spaceship coming through. Yes. Which I missed. A couple of times, apparently, because I didn't. Very first thing you see in the movie. Yeah, and I must have just been looking away because <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I didn't see it, expecting it to be credits. Still, yeah, they go up on the island, and that's it's like the most famous handshake on the internet. Oh, Carl Weathers and yes, yeah, the man shake <laughs> immediately becomes a floating <laughs> arm wrestling contest. Dylan, does that work? Can you do it that way? I don't. It needs to be a tabletop. Yeah, you son of a bitch. Arnold's giving him shit and like Dylan's like enough about the tie like that's his big thing back <laughs> I'm pushing too many pencils yeah they, they give him a little too much I think <laughs> to say all at once yeah you don't give Arnold more than like seven words in a sentence or else you're pushing it that one with the it's a matter CAA got you pushing too many pencils and then <laughs> so you cook up a story and drop the six of us into a meat grinder it's like you probably could have brought that down some. <laughs> yeah. He did fine. Now you're picking on your Arnold. Yes. All the movies he's done, this movie has his favorite one-liner. What's that one? Like the actor Arnold Schwarzenegger's favorite one-liner. Get to the chopper. <laughs> it sounds good. It sounds fun to say. He said that a few times that this that was his favorite one-liner. <laughs> yeah. Stick around. Yeah. That machete was made by a company that does knives and, and swords and all this one-off designs. And they uh-huh. designed that for this movie, but apparently nobody liked it. Yeah. That's why <laughs> he left it there when he stabbed the guy. <laughs> and McTiernan says it in the, in the commentary. He's like, yep, he stabs him against that wall, and it's a perfect opportunity for him to lose that stupid Get knife. rid of that thing. <laughs> <laughs> I think it looked cool as shit. Yeah. I want that knife. <laughs> yeah. The stupid thing is all painless. That doesn't work. That makes no sense. Blaine's minigun. He carries around. Oh. It's supposed to be attached to a helicopter. Yeah. They said if it if it worked the way they pretended it worked, it would it would shoot out something like six thousand bullets in five seconds. Yeah. And and that's about how much a man could actually carry. So it would only do about five seconds worth of shooting and then you're done with it. Yeah, it just just makes like a loud roaring sound. Like you wouldn't be able to hear the bullets firing kind of right. like they did in the movie. They had to slow it down like two thirds. Uh-huh. Is that the one? No, that was Mac that took out like the tree line. Yeah, Mac picks it up. Yeah, okay. I, re- I, I remembered thinking- this movie differently. I remembered Ventura shooting the gun in my mind. 
It is his gun. It's his gun. He yeah. carried it throughout the movie until the alien right. blew, blew a crater in his chest. He, he shoots it in the beginning siege of, of the village. Right, but when the alien attacks, somehow I remember him. I don't know. I didn't remember the scene correctly. I, I, remember, yeah. I seem to remember him shooting at the alien. And in my mind, then the alien shot him. Yeah, but I was kind of bummed he, no he one got, got shot, a shot. He got shot first, and then Mac picked up the gun. Yeah. You know why nobody really hits him except for Mac? Yeah. No one aims down a sight in this movie. <laughs> yeah. None of these professional... <laughs> They're all hip firing. Yeah. They all thrust from the hip into shooting <laughs> every gun. Yeah. This is before they decided aiming down sights might work. You'd think that, that military professional they hired for... <laughs> yeah. They hired to train these guys would, would have said something about that. <laughs> about Ventura. He's like, I tell you one thing, I wouldn't want to go to war with anybody on the cast. They're all fake. No one <laughs> could do it. Because they, they hired a guy to do like boot camp for the actors. Oh, yeah. yeah. And Ventura they said famously was, was a Navy was a SEAL. walk in the park for him, they said. Yeah. He was a Navy SEAL in Vietnam. He was in uh, underwater demolitions. <laughs> Which Navy SEALs is like the, one of the hardest things to do yeah. Yeah. in the military. And he was like, yeah, I wouldn't go to actual war with any of these guys. <laughs> but Arnold was in the army. Was he? He was in the Austri- Austrian army. Oh, yeah. All right. Yeah. Sonny Landham, Billy, did a stint in the army. It's not like you're the only soldier on the cast. Yeah. He's got that Navy SEAL stigma. Yeah. <laughs> you don't want to go to war with an army guy. Come on. <laughs> did you know arnold got a tank from the austrian army really? no. they gave it to him it was his tank he drove that's pretty cool if you have a place to store it yeah that is pretty cool are you allowed to own a tank in the u.s <laughs> i guess it was when he was governor so he would give tours to the kids of like movie sets that he was yeah. doing if they did well in school and then when he became governor, he wasn't really doing a lot of movies. Did so. they like decommission it or something? They like fill yeah, the, it was. I mean, he fill the barrel with cement and shit like right. that. Right, <laughs> because we're talking about this like '60s. He was in the army there, so it's not something yeah. they're using. To it was like 2010, I think he got it. Huh. So they weren't using it. He just asked for it and they sent it. It was twenty thousand dollars in shipping fees. That's so. And weird. he still has it and still gives kids rides in it in the tank that he drove. Wow. For Austria. That's pretty awesome. Austria. That's really cool that he does all those nice things. Yeah. He's like one of my favorite dudes. <laughs> That's that, I get scared with all this things coming out about people. Like, <laughs> yeah. Don't you dare, Arnie. <laughs> you better have nothing in your closet. Clean your fucking closet. <laughs> Two weeks from now, we're deleting this episode. Yeah, and just deleting everything. <laughs> better keep all those skeletons in your closet. No one's allowed to know. His skeletons are out there. Yeah. He did a bad thing with his maid. Yeah. Have you seen his son from I that? I don't know. From what I heard, it was more just his maid. Oh, dude, it's Arnold Schwarzenegger. He <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> was like famously <laughs> cheating on his wife. Oh, yeah. There's stories about this, the, the set of this movie where they like ran through all the prostitutes in Mexico and had to ship new girls in. Wow. I mean, look at them. They're all huge, muscle bound. They could fuck a bucket. <laughs> yeah. I'm sure of it. Why does his head go worse places? Did you hear the story about Arnold fucking a bucket and getting stuck on the set of this movie? (laughs) They had to cut the bucket off. Please tell me that's not true. No. There's some things you kids can't see in your thoughts. (laughs) I don't think you could do that. A whole bucket? (laughs) Like a 20-gallon bucket. That wasn't what I was thinking in my head. I was like, the the bottom of the bucket, and you put it in your... Make a circle whatever size you want and then go to town. No, I don't know. the circle's already there. 
He's talking about the top part of the bucket. Okay. Yeah. Change subjects. <laughs> I'm just saying. 20 gallon bucket. <laughs> <laughs> the fuck? It's like a trash can. Yeah. <laughs> you don't remember the story about when Bill Duke got caught fucking a trash can, got stuck? <laughs> Bill Duke's from Poughkeepsie, New York. Mac? I feel like he, I've seen him there. He went to high school at uh, Roosevelt High School in Hyde Park. He did something at the... Didn't he do something at the Civic Center there once? Oh, that's where he was fucking a bucket in front of everybody. <laughs> on stage. Yeah, they got everybody over there. 10,000 people. 10,000 people. The bucket, a.k.a. Dustin. <laughs> All right, dude. <laughs> you walked into that one. Imagine doing underwater demolitions in Vietnam. Nope. That would seem awesome. <laughs> yeah, so you don't have to worry about bullets. You got to worry about teeth also. Yeah, well, also, <laughs> they were doing, like, barbed wire and razors in the water. They were hiding them in there so that the yeah. soldiers would get, like, cut up in, in diseases, like... Chum the water. Yeah. Jesse Ventura is an interesting dude. He was a Navy SEAL, underwater demolitions in Vietnam, professional wrestler, governor of Minnesota, author, actor, TV show host. He did everything. Avid conspiracy theorist. Yeah. Except singing. <laughs> oh, you haven't seen his singing. I don't think he could. He does uh, Dolly Parton's I Will Always Love You. (laughs) It's beautiful. Tears. I heard he only did that in the shower. I don't think he can listen to music. I can't imagine Jesse Ventura listening to music. (laughs) Yeah, just kind of bopping along. Yeah, yeah. (laughs) I feel like he would be too confused about it. Just kind of staring off to the side. What's all these tones? Yeah. (laughs) Where am I hearing different tones? What about the helicopter ride? Yeah. They got that little stereo going. I, I thought it was just music because it, it's like a kind of like a Vietnam-esque scene where you see the helicopters coming in and there's some rock song playing. Right. Mm-hmm. And then they cut to inside the helicopter and it is oh, that, just on the stereo. That reminds me of something. I saw a video on YouTube. The closing scene in this movie when the credits start rolling. Oh, yeah. Showing all the characters. It's like a sitcom. Do you see the, the video on YouTube where they played like random sitcom Oh, no, I haven't, but that makes perfect sense. Intro music to that. Because that's what it looks like. Like they're playing the theme to Full House (laughs) with all these guys' faces coming up on the screen. It's so weird. You can play any sitcom intro to the ending of Predator. Because they just kind (laughs) of look at the camera smiling like they do in sitcoms. That video was great. I loved it. (laughs) I love it when Blaine spits on Dylan's feet. So gross. I love it. It tells you who Blaine is pretty quick. I felt it was saying how much he despised this man that was sitting across from him. Yeah, they all hated him, except for Arnold. Like, Dutch is the only one that seems to like him because he worked with him in Vietnam. But even uh, Mac is seriously distrusting of him before the turn of, it turns out. I love what he said to him that. (laughs) You ghost in this motherfucker, I'm going to bleed you real quiet. Leave here. (laughs) That one? Yes, I love that. Yeah, me too. (laughs) But he did. He kept giving their positions away. He was not quiet. No. He he, he stumbles through the whole mission. I've been pushing pencils too long. Yeah. <laughs> pushing too many pencils. Blaine has some colorful homophobia on the helicopter. I didn't catch that. Oh, where he offers the dip? No, I didn't catch that. Slack-jawed. I want to say it because it's a line from the movie, but I'm not going to say it. Because, <laughs> you know, if you chew that, you become a sexual tyrannosaurus. Oh, yeah, that. Yeah. I felt like Billy was more getting worse of the whole thing. Putting ridiculous amounts of that shit in his mouth. Yeah. 
<laughs> just shoveling it into his mouth. Is he still alive? Who? Ventura? Jesse from Jesse. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. I would have thought he would like pass from like lung cancer. <laughs> yeah. Just that scene alone. <laughs> That's actually why he retired from wrestling was lung blood clots. Well, I could believe it. I mean, really, that scene was horrible. That stuff's horrible. Yeah, it smells icky. Blood cuts in your lungs is bad. Yeah, that like that turns into embolisms and strokes. But no, he's still he's still doing the damn thing. He lives off the grid. He lives <clears> in a cabin, an hour from pavement, an hour from electricity. Huh? <laughs> how does how do WWE wrestlers turn into politicians? I, I don't know. <laughs> that's that's one of two governors in this movie. <clears throat> this cat. This movie has a cast of nine people, and two of them are governors. Yeah, <laughs> Billy was almost governor. Well, he was never going to really get it. He ran for governor <laughs> of Kentucky. Yeah, and uh, the party he was running for dropped him when he made a bunch of genocidal comments about. Oh, great. <laughs> that's <laughs> about not what you Afghanistan. Do. Yeah, <laughs> that's definitely how you do not. Get sure votes. way to get those votes. Yeah, no, it didn't work out for him. <laughs> Then he ended up losing both his legs, and I think he's passed. He passed away. That's sad. Yeah. But I didn't find a lot of good stuff about him, so I just kind of stopped looking at him. Is it ridiculously easy how they got rid of all those guys at that base? Oh, man. It's like they barely even broke a sweat. For as exciting <laughs> as that scene is. It is the dumbest part of the movie. <laughs> Arnold picking up the car and just letting it go. Oh, that's great. <laughs> yeah. I like that part. But other than that, it's just like a a TV episode of... MASH? Th- any, well, not MASH. A-Team. A-Team, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> MASH is always the aftermath of the battle. <laughs> yeah. That's the hospital. <laughs> yeah. But that's what it looks like. It looks like just any action... You just guys shooting in a line and then cut to a line of guys falling over. I think it was intended to look that easy just to make it look like fighting the predator was so much harder. Yeah. And then, did you find the other the other hostage? <laughs> he just blew up what over do you all think? those buildings. Yeah. <laughs> I'd be mad if they did. Yeah, he's right here. He's fine. <laughs> no, idiot. He threw a truck of explosions at the whole shit. <laughs> I like Arnold's look of shock after he belts Anna and realizes she's a woman. <laughs> I like blow- that. <laughs> Just thinking, let's blow up the whole place and see who survived and if we can rescue. Yeah. He does. <laughs> he turns around and just rifle butts Anna in the head, looks down at her and just like, Dylan, did you find the other? <laughs> like, he doesn't even <laughs> give it a second. He kind of looks down at her and is like, hey, where's the other hostage? <laughs> I kind of like the fact that he gives her nothing. Yeah. Like, you see her and you're like, oh, great, 80s action movie. She's going to have to bang Arnold or something. No. I'd, arguably, she doesn't even have a role in this movie. Yeah. What does she do? Gives Dylan something to yell about. Yeah. yeah. I feel like the studio was like, hey, we noticed there's not one female in this entire movie. She was the first one to discover the alien blood. Yeah, but that for no reason. Yeah, she didn't tell anybody. She didn't tell nobody. And how <laughs> you got Billy, who's a tracker, right? He's their tracker. Yeah, but who's going to... I mean... You could be tracking stuff in a, on this planet all your life and never come across something with green blood to track. I don't know. Because when they get there, <laughs> Billy's like, there were six guys. They were wearing U.S. boots. One was looking this way. The other one had turkey for breakfast. Like, <laughs> yeah. he can tell everything. And then didn't see the neon bright green glowing alien blood on the leaf right next to him. <laughs> didn't Just couldn't track it. 
Uh, <laughs> somebody spilled some, you know, Gatorade or some, something. Some, <laughs> some mutagen. <laughs> I know she said there was alien blood on the leaves, but did they actually show it? I know they showed it on yeah, her Yeah, they leg. show it. And that's another yeah. reason I get mad is because she wipes it on her leg. She's sitting there rubbing it off the leaf, and, and Dylan walks right up behind her and is like, let's go. And he doesn't see it? Yeah. It is bright green. They actually used the glow sticks. You know how kids have glow sticks? Yeah, yeah the fluid from inside. They just broke glow sticks open and mi- poured it. Mixed it with KY jelly. Yeah, well, I mean, they mix everything with KY jelly. Yeah, well, it was good on cornflakes. That's how they mix the bullfrogs up. <laughs> that is a pretty good action scene. But McTiernan didn't even direct it. Yeah. The the siege on the, the village. That's like the one part of the movie McTiernan's not the director of. No, yeah. Who did that one? Just uh, the second, you know, the AD or whatever. And it's funny because the guy who directed that is the guy from the A-Team. Really? <laughs> yeah. Really? It is? Yeah, yeah, it is. You nailed it. Wow. Out of everything that destroyed, Arnold I, has the paper that Dylan's looking for. I didn't know Out that, but it felt like it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I, but, but like, seemed like every paper was good. It did. He just kept picking something up. Oh, this is great. This is more than we ever wanted. Ooh, it's the Russians. Ooh, this is a bit bigger than we thought. And then Arnold has one paper and he's like, this is what you're looking for. <laughs> and then when they leave, they bring no papers. Yeah. <laughs> like, this is everything we need. Quick, leave it here. Yeah, they don't have any cell phones, so it's not like they can take pictures. Yeah, they don't take and they pictures. Don't have they don't have boxes of documents, nothing. They just leave with her. She's connected to another network. They talk about how they have to move because gorillas are moving in. You just killed all the gorillas, and for the rest of the movie, we'll see no one else. Yeah. yeah. Well, from that point on, they're just heading towards their extraction point. Yeah, because they're behind enemy lines. Yeah. So gorillas are probably coming in from the other side as they're heading away on the opposite side. Yeah. Did you notice they were in two different areas filming this? No. Most of it was jungles in Mexico, wasn't it? Yeah, it was in Mexico, but for for the parts that actually look like jungles, they were in... Plinka. Oh, yeah. And then for most of it, they're in Puerto Vallarta, which is just another area of Mexico that yeah. doesn't have a jungle and, <laughs> and, and all the leaves are brown. So they had to keep building jungle. It was a time of year where all the tree, all the plant life was dying. Yeah. I liked it when Billy had cut the vine and he's drinking out of it. I, I that did not cool. like that. I did. I liked that a lot. I was like, is that true? Like it's stuck in like, like some horrible place. thing to do. I can drink water out of a virus. Like, this is good information to have in your repertoire, but it's true. I had such a problem with it. First of all, I'm not going to trust put anything in my mouth I learned from an 80s Arnold movie. <laughs> yeah. And for two, it looks bad. These are all like these badass dudes, and then Billy just cuts this vine, holds it to his mouth, and just starts sucking on it to get the juices to start going, and it's white. The juices are white. And he's wearing a canteen. Just drink your water. You brought it. You might it. not have a way to refill. <laughs> they brought that water from the hotel, dude. That's true. Maybe it's the hotel water. <laughs> I, drinking from the vine is better than drinking from the hotel. Yeah. I feel like they were just trying to show that he can live off the land, but it's it's a very photoshoppable visual. <laughs> I like it. I don't care if you don't. You should just be so happy on saying I it like. It wasn't photoshopped. <laughs> no. <laughs> not interested. <laughs> I thought it looked so weird. It took me out of the movie. <laughs> just that thing you're talking about. And it's quick. It's not even like a whole scene. It's just a quick thing he does. And it took me, like I was thrusted out of the movie for a minute. Just what the hell? 
Why is he doing that? We just shove a naked butt in front of your face. They'll have the same reaction. I don't think you understand what I like about these movies. <laughs> you know, they were trying to catch a predator the whole time. They should have just brought Chris Hansen. <laughs> yeah. All lubed up in a vest. What about they all lose their clothes slowly throughout the whole movie? But then like. So hot. Then they get their vests back. Like they'll start out. They're wearing like a jacket, a green t-shirt and a vest. And then they lose the jacket. And then they lose the the vest, and they lose the t-shirt and the shirtless. Then they get the vest back. Like they had to take the, sh- the vest off to lose the shirt, and then put the vest back on. Tactical. I guess they need a place for their ammo. They could just hide it in their abs. <laughs> There's a point where where Carl Weathers is like flexing with an open vest, and it's just ridiculous. <laughs> Looks like someone painted what? You, you know when I when I say something, I know you're visualizing the exact scene I'm talking about. I really don't pay it that much attention yeah, he was still, to he was still in his physical prime of this movie you're gonna tell me your pants didn't get tight when they're pulling that rope no neither did i yeah me mm-hmm. neither so who was the first one the predator got i think hawkins is the first one that bites it shane black okay he was supposed to have a cowboy hat and he didn't like it so he didn't wear it and like it was the biggest mistake he could have made <laughs> yeah, and he hated those glasses too yeah they were, he got rid of it and i think it was arnold that tells him dude that was your thing Everybody's got a thing, and that was your one thing, and now you're just another guy. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so then I think it was that was the reason he came up with the jokes, the pussy jokes. They wanted to keep him a little more nerdy looking. Yeah. From what I understand. Well, he's just an average build guy, so he can't be anything but a nerd next to all these dudes. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, we were talking about them losing weight during this movie. I think I'm pretty sure I read something where Arnold lost weight before the movie because he wanted to slim down and seem more agile like an actual military person. Yeah, I feel like he fluctuates. He may weight, have though. lost more during the movie too, but yeah, because there's 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 points where he looks real cut, and then there's points where he's like swollen, yeah, yeah. swollen up. Like when he's rubbing the mud, I think they did that on purpose. Like certain scenes, I think they specifically pumped up before that scene. To, oh, they, to yeah, look bigger. Yeah, they did it every day. <laughs> yeah, yeah, but like when he's putting the mud on, he yeah. he is he's got way more water in yeah. his body than when he's like in the middle of the movie. Right. Yeah. It's so hard because none of the scenes are done in the order that you would see the most of the time. So yeah. Trying to figure out how somebody's right, doing yeah. is very difficult. If it's from the beginning or the end. or the Yeah. Middle. No, there's no way of telling. Plus like you, like we said earlier, they had to shoot all the scenes without the predator before yeah. they even got the idea of what the predator's going to look like. Yeah. So when Billy and, or not Billy, Mac and Dylan are under that tree looking up at him. And they're like, you see him? I see you, motherfucker. They, they don't know what they're seeing. They yeah. don't even know what the outfit's going to look like yet. The eyes. I've seen the eyes. It's the eyes. And they just disappeared. I'm going to bleed them. <laughs> I liked when the heat vision came on for the first time. You actually see there's something going on in the forest. Yeah. How loud is it when they cut to heat vision? Yeah. Very loud. It's like a jump scare. <laughs> <laughs> Every time. They couldn't make it work. Like, they actually had heat vision cameras. Right. And the jungle was so hot that everything just blended together. Right. It was like 90 degrees at all times. They ended up using two or three different cameras in some way, working against each other to make the effect. Eventually, McTiernan just took the film and to like a, a film place and had them color everything blue okay. and then color in red. But what the studio was suggesting was 
pour ice water everywhere. Yeah, yeah they had to try it. Yeah. It didn't work. How ridiculous would that have been if you did that the whole movie? <laughs> yeah. Instead of just coloring it blue and coloring it red in spots. They were having the actors stand by fires. Yeah. And then spraying down the background of the set with cold water. And it still wouldn't work. <laughs> That's what irritated me so much about the scene when he had fallen from the waterfall. Was I didn't like that. Him saying the alien couldn't see him when he just fell in the water in the mud. Yeah. Oh, into the cold water. Crazy you, she didn't that. buy the fact that the mud covered up the heat. Yes. <laughs> when he falls into the water and he's swimming for a while, the water might be cold, dropping your blood temperature. And then you get out and you're covered in mud. So that might help even more. But when you haven't been in the water beforehand, you're just a hot body with mud on top of you. So there's no way it would work. But we can both agree it's a hot body. Yes, dear. Okay. <laughs> Nobody else wants to hear their wife say, it's a hot body, but this one. <laughs> I just don't like you guys are looking at me like I'm insane. He just wants his own thoughts to be reconfirmed. <laughs> no, the, the mud thing doesn't... If you really think about how thermal vision works, the mud thing doesn't work. But then in the sequel, he just can do different visions. So that yeah. wouldn't even matter. <laughs> no. He just switches to ultraviolet. Yeah, there was some kind of ultrasound vision, too, like bat hearing kind of yeah. thing. I think that's why I don't like any of the sequels from here on out. It's because nothing makes sense. They don't stay with a certain storyline. Everything switches all the time. Yeah. It drives me bonkers. If we're having sequels, it should connect. It should make sense like a book does. They made a novelization <laughs> of, of the movie Predator. And in the novelization, Mac is white and racist. Great. It just makes no sense to me how an, someone could take a movie that already exists with a character that's played by a black man yes. and decide, I'm going to write the book for this movie, but I'm going to make that black guy white and hate black people. <laughs> what? The audacity. <laughs> it, the movie already exists. <laughs> I, I just that don't get no it. makes no sense. Yeah. I skipped that this time. I wasn't doing it. No, I didn't go looking for that. <laughs> that wouldn't even work the other way around. If it was a black guy in the book and the book came first. Yeah. You can't make him a racist in the movie. <laughs> right. <laughs> I don't know where they got that from. The graphic novels are great because, you know, this this is just an 80s action movie we're talking about. A paycheck mm -hmm. for them. But The Predator went on to be like a comic book and, and right. there's games. Predator, I think, fights Ash from the Evil Dead at one point. Really? There's a whole Predator versus Batman series. That I've heard of. Who owns the rights to Predator now? Find out it's Disney. I love Disney, but I don't want them to I'd stay away from my sci-fi. Yeah, I want them to stay away from my sci-fi horror genres. Just yeah. stay away. I would hope 20th Century Fox still has it, or 20th Century Films. Excuse me. Yeah. Excuse me. I'm already upset about the WB, often. the CW, whichever one you want to look at it. Again, they all change their names too often. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Hawkins gets it first, and then I think the next one that's going to get it is uh, Blaine. Blaine, but that's not till like way later, right? Yeah, yeah. His is out of nowhere. He's just going up on a bush, and and it's a like an otter comes out. Yeah, and he just kind of giggles about it, and then I think he gets caught in the shoulder. Well, first that otter got exploded. Did the otter explode? Is that what was happening there? Oh, it's so fast yeah, I can't yeah. tell. Yeah, the otter got exploded, and then he turns his back and got shot in the back. Okay. That's even funnier than blew out his chest because he gives a face like he's sad for a second. So that's what it is. He <laughs> saw the otter get shot and is like, oh, yeah. and then gets his chest 
blasted through. That's what you I think, think he, I think he turned boots. his back to start running to reposition and didn't even get a chance to take a step. Yeah. This is when Mac loses his mind, as far as I'm yeah. concerned. Yeah, that's Mac's <laughs> friend. This is the turning point where I, I feel like every other scene he has a razor shaving himself looking yeah. crazy hot. <laughs> what a weird thing. That was Bill Duke's choice, too. He asked if he yeah. could do that. Can I have a thing where I shave? Okay. Just dry shaving, just with sweat to moisturize the razor. Yeah, that's about it. I would just be a big zit. My whole face <laughs> would just be a big pimple. The only thing I could think is he put oil on his face so when it like rip his skin and it made it look like he was setting sweating even more. I'm sure there wasn't an actual blade in it. That too. Yeah, yeah, probably not. This is right after they kill the scorpion, right? Matt calls Dylan over, makes him look away, <laughs> points up in the tree, like, yeah, mm-hmm. <laughs> and stabs a scorpion on his back. Yeah. When that happens on the commentary, McTiernan's like. Yes, that's an actual scorpion. Yes, we killed it. Yes, it was real. <laughs> like it. Yeah, apparently their sets were getting bombarded with those things constantly. Scorpions yeah. and snakes. One creature was actually hurt in the filming of this movie. Sorry. But then like 10 minutes earlier. Yeah, I feel like there was more than that. Yeah, 10 minutes earlier, Blaine or Billy, one of them straight up just soccer kicks a vulture. <laughs> <laughs> and it's a real vulture. <laughs> wow. Poor thing. Yeah, I'm sure that wasn't the only scorpion either, since I said the sets were being riddled with those things. But, I mean, it's super rare to see that in a movie. (laughs) Every time I saw one, I'd be stepping on it. Yeah. (laughs) Oh, man. For days killing these scorpions. Scorpions, vultures, big, huge bullfrogs, snakes. (laughs) This sounds like the movie from hell. (laughs) (laughs) After after kicking the vulture and then stabbing the scorpion and squishing it with his boot, when I saw that snake, I just half expected Arnold to rip it in half. <laughs> just grab it. I definitely thought they were going <laughs> to yeah, do something he, with him. I though. thought he did somehow. Maybe it's a different movie I'm thinking of, but I'm pretty. Like that's, You're thinking of Conan. He fights a he snake. He like grabs a hold of its head and just cuts its head off. Oh, wait, no. Like I feel like I saw that in a movie with him, but I can't place it. And I thought it was this movie, but it wasn't. I'm going to have to go back and watch every Arnold movie because I know it's a scene. Unless I find out it was a Rambo movie, maybe. Maybe. Because he does cut a snake's head off with a sword in Conan, doesn't he? Yeah. Yeah, but that's like a giant, yeah. ridiculous snake. I was thinking more like one he could just grab its head. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. I love Matt killing the pig. They set up. I'd see that thing was the hugest boar ever. And it didn't look like a pig. It looked like an alien. Yeah, no, it doesn't look real at all. Even McTiernan's like, come on, that's not a pig. <laughs> that doesn't look like an animal. But it's huge. Could you imagine just one man killing a wild boar? Stabs the shit out yeah, of that thing. Yeah, that's hard to do. I kill you. I kill you. They got thick huds. Poncho's like, hey, could you found something bigger? <laughs> just a huge boar. Those things are dangerous. Yeah. They can take out like tons of people at once. That's why you got to hunt them from a helicopter with a machine gun. Yeah, I've seen videos of people hunting oh. them using dogs and stuff, and the dogs are getting I thrown all over the place. <laughs> what serial killer, but they did that. What? They're in the army, and they decided they were going to go hunting, and they got in trouble for it. Like, 10 years later, find out it was a serial killer. <laughs> Shooting boars from a helicopter? Yeah, because he was on duty. He wasn't supposed uh, to be doing so. He got, like, a court-martial <laughs> over that. <laughs> Ted Nugent does it all the time in Texas. <laughs> yeah, but you're not. He was working. He wasn't supposed to be doing that. <laughs> Ted Nugent has so much property. He breeds all those animals himself yeah <laughs> turns out he's the one supplying the problem yeah <laughs> i was watching a 
some YouTube channel. I'm, I'm going to not give it credit because I can't remember. And it was late. <laughs> but it was two predators standing side by side. And one was trying to give the other one his phone number. And he's like, it's five 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 six four. Oh, dang it. Ah, oh, beans. Oh, this is embarrassing. <laughs> Starts counting down. Yeah. <laughs> I was watching some of the behind the scenes stuff. Because, I mean, when they blow up that village, it's just fire everywhere. Yeah. Did you see some of the stuff of how they were doing that? No. They were just filling garbage bags with gasoline and walking <laughs> around the set with them. Wow. It's horrible. It looks so dangerous. Just getting on their sleeves and stuff. Yeah, there was people doing that when they were talking about a gas shortage when this whole COVID thing started. Oh, God. They were filling up trash bags full of gasoline and putting them in the backs of pickup trucks to take it home. Don't try that at home, folks. <laughs> no. <laughs> that sounds horrifying. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, I, we have that, that big, huge, like, tub that's in the backyard from when we first moved in here. Don't know what it is, but just the idea. Oh, that 55 gallon drum thing. Yeah, yeah, a friggin' used motor oil. Yeah. The idea because we have bonfires and everything in the backyard. Smells like motor oil and gasoline. Yeah. That <laughs> caught fire. That would be everything. Everything would go on. This drum is, is like a nightmare. <laughs> I hate this drum. It's the bane of our. You can't get rid of it. Yeah. <laughs> like, you can't just pour a drum of oil out into the earth. That's no, bad. No, no. <laughs> but no, there's places you could bring it to to recycle it. Not around here. I've made yeah, some you calls. Just, you just can't bring a 55 gallon drum. Yeah, you, you can't you, you bring gotta, that. You got to fill up a few gallon jugs here, <laughs> yeah. and here and there and do it slowly. <laughs> the point is, Bob. <laughs> when you go to buy a house, check your property before yeah, you see, buy see the if house. It, see if it comes with <laughs> don't drum, make drums them the same mistake first. we did. <laughs> I want to wait for like a UPS driver to pull up and start going to deliver a package and just run up and throw it in the back of his truck. <laughs> it doesn't work. You can't do it. There's no way to get rid of this drum of oil. <laughs> I guess the last people that owned the house were a mechanic. So they yeah. just left a big plastic drum of oil. <laughs> I had to go hunting for that diarrhea story, by the way. Really? The Easter egg on the DVD, you have to go to the, the second disc. You go to the photo gallery, and it's the 16th photo in the photo gallery. you got to hit right on the D-pad. Like, you have to hunt for this Easter egg. I've never found an Easter egg in anything I've watched. I'm not good at finding them. Oh, I do. Because they're, they're usually pretty easy to find. you got, like, a menu that shows four options, usually special features, play movie, behind the scenes, and then trailer. And you just go to each one and go left and right. Like, go to the direction that wouldn't be available. And sometimes you'll find, like, it goes to something on the screen that see, you didn't see. All you just said there was everything I didn't know that you could just, do that. <laughs> if it says push a button, I push the button and it would make anything else to happen. So he's, like, so he's like, you were talking and all I heard was blah, 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 <laughs> blah, 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 blah. It's my whole marriage. <laughs> you just became the teacher from Peanuts. Yeah. <laughs> this was John McTiernan's first studio film. Oddly enough, wasn't filmed in the studio. Yeah. He did some prison time later on. Yeah. He was going to have four months in prison and fought it and had to do a year in prison <laughs> for wiretapping. <laughs> he made the movie Rollerball, and it was a huge failure. And Was that the skating one? Yeah. Okay. He, he wiretapped the other producer's phone to see if he did like sabotage the movie on purpose or something <laughs> and got caught doing it. And then it turned out that he may have also wiretapped his ex-wife's phone. <laughs> So they brought him to court for it, and he he pled not guilty because they were going to give him four months if he just agreed to it. And he pled not guilty and fought it and ended up getting a year. Great. He hasn't made a film since 2003, I think it is. 
Which is crazy because he's the director of Die Hard. That's what he did after this. He went on to do Hunt for Red October, Die yeah. Hard, Last Action Hero, and then... Died with Rollerball. Yeah. I mean, he had a few flops before Rollerball. He wasn't going exactly in a good direction from there. But, I mean, that's a horrible one to die for. Yeah, Last Action Hero wasn't the biggest one either. No, Die Hard was like his pinnacle. Once he did Die yeah. Hard, he was on top of the world. Hunt for Red October was good. I liked Hunt for Red October. That's a good one. That was more of a like a direct military type movie. Yeah. More of a military thriller, yeah. not so much action. D- did you know that uh, that cigar Arnold was smoking in the helicopter in the beginning? It was never lit. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. They, they had to add in the orange tip to it yeah. afterwards. CGI glow. Yeah. Why didn't he want to smoke that day? So much for his little just, speech about, I'll smoke my stogies wherever yeah. I want, whenever I want. No, I guess it just didn't light. <laughs> like he, he, lit, he goes to light it, and it just didn't light okay. bright enough for the film. Really? There's, there's still smoke. Oh, that problem I had with Young Frankenstein with the lights not being lit. Yeah, yeah I can see that. I appreciate it. Yeah, the thing I read about that was he wasn't allowed to light it while he was on the helicopter. Good luck. <laughs> Good luck telling him no. Yeah. No, yeah, McTiernan said it just for some reason it didn't it didn't take or didn't look right, didn't light huh. right. Carl Weathers says he's like this huge health nut, which he, I mean he is. Yeah. He's arguably right. the biggest athlete in the cast. But he wasn't gonna like seeing arnold smoke these cigars he would just laugh like not in my body and then by the end of filming he was like addicted to cigars with arnold (laughs) arnold finally got him to smoke one and he really liked it so arnold ended up giving him a whole case of them yeah they smell pretty cigars do i don't mind the smell of those yeah it's not like a cigarette smell it's different no i like it's more aromatic yeah i like the smell of cigars i cannot stand the smell of cigarettes yeah. Stogie. <laughs> Did you laugh at uh, Hawkins' jokes, Bob? I don't know. I don't remember a lot of jokes. The one that finally gets Billy? Yeah. What was that one? I don't remember. Damn, you got a big pussy. Damn, you got a big pussy. Why'd you say it twice? I didn't. And he explains, you know, because of the echo. And then Billy finally laughs that, oh, 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 oh. <laughs> and then the other one was on the helicopter on their way down. Yeah, on the helicopter, it's, uh, I told my wife I want a little pussy. She said, me too. Mine's as big as a house. You don't remember that? No, that, I do now. Oh, yeah. okay. Because <laughs> that's, the, that's the laugh that uh, the Predator copies at the end. Yeah. After he sets off the thing. All I was thinking was, Predator just got the joke. At the end of the movie, just got Hawkins' joke. <laughs> they, they set up that he can mimic people, and then they never really use it. I kept waiting for him no. to, I, I could have sworn he did like a, mimics one of the guys to convince the other one to come out, but they don't in this one. They said the first time, the first time you see Billy kind of staring up in the trees, like he heard something that if you listen, like if you turn the volume up and listen carefully, you can hear it mimicking his laugh. Hmm. I don't know. And that's, that's what he was supposedly reacting to. We usually have it up pretty loud. Yeah. <laughs> I, did, I didn't. Hear <laughs> I guess in the, in the books, Billy's straight up psychic. Huh. I like that idea. That's a pretty cool idea. In in the sequel, they do it too much. Like the predator just straight up talks. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I think Billy doesn't want to say anything because he thinks everyone thinks he's crazy. Yeah. I feel like he saw things beforehand, but there was no explaining what he saw. When Billy starts to lose it, that's when it feels like, oh, okay, we are fucked. Because <laughs> he's like the most stoic of the bunch. Yeah. I thought you ain't you ain't scared of no man. There's something out there waiting for us, and it's no man. We're all going to die here. Damn. <laughs> Thanks, Billy. 
Way to keep up morale. Because I hear Anna's story a couple times, then Dylan does not want to believe her. I got all. so mad at that. What the hell is the point of having a translator? That's not what he said. Yeah, that's straight. Ah. Uh. Like, that made me upset, too, but I was trying to figure out, do you just know how to understand what she's saying and you don't know how to speak it yourself? Because why are we waiting for the other guy to say things to her constantly and tell him to interpret stuff? Yeah, and then later on, even after that scene, he asked him to, oh, what'd she say? Yeah. Fucker, <laughs> you understood what she said 10 minutes ago. <laughs> and then meanwhile, poor Dutch is like, why the fuck do I even have a translator? <laughs> what is she saying? <laughs> oh, it's not making any sense. Say it. <laughs> she says the jungle opened up and took him. That's not what she said. What she said doesn't make any damn sense. What the <laughs> fuck did she say? <laughs> Neither one of them told him. Yeah. And then later on, Dutch is just, he's just had it with his translators and just decided to make her speak English. <laughs> because he said so. He flexed her into speaking English. And the fucking around. I feel like just about everyone that deals with secret agent stuff or making plans to like bomb something or terrorize something they have to be really really dang smart so they probably know how to speak all the languages but they don't want anyone to know they speak anything so they could just listen and try to get tidbits people are dropping because they don't think they speak yeah (laughs) i feel like that's every movie out there so McTiernan was having a real problem with getting people to move around in the suit. We talked about a lot of it. Did you see he tried to use a monkey? Yeah. He put a monkey in a red suit to try to get the camouflage shot. Yeah, I guess they shot. tested it beforehand, and the monkey was up in the trees, swinging back and forth, jumping between the trees. And they put the suit on, and they said the monkey was embarrassed. Embarrassed. Wouldn't and, do anything. And just once he put the suit on, he just kind of hid. Yeah. <laughs> Poor monkey. <laughs> I wish people would stop using monkeys for dumb stuff. I mean, it has to be the same thought pattern. I put I put little diapers on my rabbits when they come in the house. Because they're nasty little creatures that poop all over. But he doesn't run as fast as when he's out of it. I yeah. mean, I'm, it's embarrassing and it's awkward feeling. He is embarrassed when he's wearing that diaper. He's he so has to be. <laughs> yeah, a little pink diaper I put on my bunnies. Wow. <laughs> I think Max the deadliest dude in the team. Yeah. He, he can handle old painless, no problem. He's the only other guy that actually gets a shot off on the Predator. He straight up yeah. one man, one kills that wild boar with a knife. <laughs> he kills the scorpion. Yeah. He's the baddest dude on the team. And Except he wears he a business suit. He dies pretty dumb. Yeah. <laughs> he dies. I don't like the way he dies. I feel like it should have been Arnold and him. The fact that he didn't survive movie. probably means he wasn't the baddest dude on the team. No, okay, well, the, <laughs> I think the weakest dude on the team is Billy. Yeah. The way he goes is so weak. Yeah. I don't know if it's weak or it's just like, it's going to be my terms. I'm going to go out whichever way I want. They I'm set not going to be running. He should have gone epic. better. First, first, they set up the idea that, oh, he's not attacking you because you don't have a weapon. You're not yeah. armed. So then when he stops on that bridge and turns and he's like, I'll hold him off and drops his gun down. Okay, so you're not armed. So maybe no, he pulls his knife out. So he's still gonna and then, but anyway, he cuts his chest and he's like, "This is it, mano y mano." And then one second later, he just dies off screen with the girliest scream. (laughs) 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 That kind of sucked. I didn't like the way they offed Billy. 
And then we see him again like 17 minutes later, but just his body getting slammed down on the tree and his spine getting ripped out. It looks yeah. so bad. <laughs> it was supposed to be his spine with his skull on it, wasn't it? Yeah, yeah, just the whole thing. Brutal. I'm pretty sure it wouldn't work like that. I don't think you could pull somebody's spine I mean, out that's and keep the head attached. Yeah, I think that's his trophy. Or their heads, right? Yeah. Trophy hunting. Yeah, Arnold was so dehydrated from the diarrhea that he had to do scenes with an IV in his arm. Yeah. I read that, yeah. Montezuma's revenge. Yeah, I was looking to see if he, he like got some type of injury or something and needed it. Oh, it was just because he was getting so like emaciated. I mean, that's hard if there's no water to drink. Yeah. I love Dylan's face when Mac is shaving and he breaks the razor against his face <laughs> yeah. and like cuts his face open. He, he looks over at Dylan and he's just giving Carl Weathers is just giving the, the most crazy motherfucker stand, like <laughs> yeah. stare. It's great. I laughed at that scene. That and of course when uh uh Blaine he's looking up there's dug in like an Alabama tick. You're hit, you're bleeding, ain't got time to bleed. <laughs> and they wait a second and Poncho's just like, Oh, Okay. <laughs> just perfect timing. Do you have time to duck? They uh they have two different montages of setting up traps for for the predator. The first yeah. first time they catch him, it's so annoying because they have him in the net. Yep. He trips the net right behind Arnold. It's it is kind of scary. I, I keep bringing that up because they say this is like an action horror. It's not. It's not a horror movie. I don't no. care what anybody said. It is an action movie. At the end, there's horror elements, but it's not a scary movie. No. They have, like, uh, what do you call it? The quick scares. Yeah, jump scares. and like, yeah. They, yeah, they have when, that. That's about it. When they catch him in that net, it's kind of like a quick, or, a, you know, a jump scare, because it's right behind Arnold when he's turning <laughs> around. But the noises he makes in the net. Is <laughs> he just screeching like a, like a girl in the net? And then nobody shoots him. Yeah. They just let him shoot his way out. They had him. Well, there wasn't a huge amount of time. He got out of the net pretty quick. Yeah. I think he bled a little bit more. He did get shot, just not really shot good enough. Lucky he has his med pack. If it was me, I'd probably hesitate just to try and get a look at what it was. Yeah. <laughs> but these are supposed to be like the elite squad of commandos. Yeah. I don't know, because did that scene come after or before Mac took out the whole forest? <laughs> Mac takes out the forest right after Blaine dies. Okay, he, so Blaine was still alive by this point. No, no. This okay, is after, because that. I mean they took out the whole forest yeah. before that. And yeah. he still didn't die. I like that scene. McTiernan says he put it in as like like a clever joke against Americans always needing gun violence yeah. and, and loving guns. He's like it's almost pornographic the way people view guns in movies, and. He put it in as like a joke of like, look at all the guns they shoot and they don't hit anything. That's the joke. The joke on the audience. Yeah. But I think he got a, another effect because when when Mac starts shooting and is screaming contact mm-hmm. and Arnold just comes up and unloads a clip and everybody just keeps unloading clips, I look at it like they, these guys are so close that they trust each other so much that they know to shoot. Yeah. Like it looks good for me. I was like, cool. Yeah, they have each other's back like that. It's like the opposite effect of what the director was looking for. Like, oh, look at this joke. No, it just shows that they're a good team. Yeah. I didn't care who they killed. Just no questions asked. If you're shooting, we're shooting. (laughs) And yeah, they take out an entire forest. They're just shooting blindly, though. Yeah. Nobody saw anything. (laughs) Except Mac. Mac thinks he saw something. (laughs) Yeah. Well, Mac sees him because he hit the eye thing and everything, right? He looks at him for a second. 
That's what I'm saying. It's cool. That, yeah, like, but once he shut his eyes and start, once he turned his head and started going, <laughs> he didn't see anything anymore. No, yeah. <laughs> McTiernan fell out of a tree and broke his wrist filming. <laughs> He's the one injury on set. Yeah, I think the stuntman, when Arnold jumped off that waterfall, I think the stuntman dislocated his knee doing that. Yeah, he, he mentions that. He blew his knee out, and yeah. then he broke his wrist, but he was too afraid to say anything on set, so he waited till he got to the States to actually <laughs> find out he broke his wrist. Mm. I guess the stuff they used for the mud stank horribly. Yeah. I can imagine. <laughs> and he, Arnold had to wear it for like two weeks. That was modeling clay, I read. Two weeks? Yeah. Because, I mean, the whole second half of the movie is pretty much him versus the alien in mud. Yeah. yeah. And they have to make it, every time they shoot those scenes, it has to look the same as the last scene. So they're just covering in mud for weeks. Yeah, I read that was modeling clay. That it wasn't mud. Maybe Either like when he way. first crawled out of the water. Well, yeah, it's not mud. But, but I just he just said whatever they used. He, he didn't mention <laughs> what they used to, to make the mud. But oh, whatever yeah. it was, stank. Like, I think, I think when he day. first crawled out of the water, like on the shoreline there, I think that was actual mud. But the rest of the time he was going through the woods and hiding in the bushes and all that, I think it was the modeling clay. Yeah. Well, either way. So he can't wash it off for two weeks or he just had to wear it? Oh, yeah. Every set. time he's getting ready to do a scene, they have to cover him in the mud again. Yeah. Okay. Because I was like, do they not have enough mud to do it every day? <laughs> did, he <have laughs> not, did he not have enough money to take a shower? <laughs> not a shower, but I don't know if there's made specially. Like they had to like. Yeah. Because you said it had to be exact every single day how it looked I was like, so how's that work <laughs> i did get kind of mad it's funny when when he comes out of the water and he's thinking he got away and then you just hear that <laughs> cannonball but when when the camouflage stops working because of the water it's like come on that can't be true <laughs> you just found out you your your systems don't work with water <laughs> yeah what are you doing in the rain <laughs> why are you in the rainforest <laughs> yeah that was a little much we get the second montage of Arnold getting ready for his face off with the predator, the one on one where he's making like the bow and the arrows and yeah. everything. Oh yeah, he shoots that bow he made, and the arrow goes through like an eight inch tree yeah. right through the middle out the other side. Yeah, and then when he finally uses it, it like it comes out like a limp noodle. <laughs> <laughs> it looks so disappointing when he shoots the bow at, at the predator. I mean, there's a grenade on it, so that's cool, but. <laughs> I hate bows. I can't think about bows and arrows. I sliced my finger open almost to the full bone when I was like eight. I grabbed a hunting arrow. Oh, yeah. Long way to do that. Like six razors going straight through every... Yeah. Oh. It was in the heebie-jeebies when I think about it. (laughs) So many great lines in this one. And and, and they're not like all Arnold's. Yeah. They split them up. Everybody gets a cool line. Billy with... Well, we can go. The only way out is through the valley to the east, but I wouldn't wish that on a broke dick dog. <laughs> it seems like they got in there a lot quicker than they could get out. Yeah. I feel like that's everything. <laughs> but I mean, they were getting dropped from a helicopter when they got in. They have to get to a certain point where they can get picked up. Yeah, to escape, they had to go, what, what was it, like a minimum of 12 miles? Yeah. He's like, we're five minutes out of here. There's only 12 miles left. It's like, what? That's not. Five yeah, minutes. That's not how foot travel works. Yeah. Dylan and Dylan and Mac go pretty much at the same time. They t- they try to team up to to trap the predator, which makes me mad because when they see him, they're close enough to shoot him. Yeah, and they don't. They decide they're going to get closer and split up. That's I think that's the first time we see the the three dotted laser pointer. Mm-hmm. It was on Mac's arm. Yeah, goes up to the back of his head and just blows his head off. <laughs> 
That's not the best death. The best death is Dylan's death. Well, I lost that trophy right there. Yeah, I liked when his <laughs> arm got shot off and it kept going. Yeah, still, you can see it pulsing as he's still shooting on the ground. That yeah. made me smile. <laughs> and you, like, it looks great for 87 when they cut back to him and he still, he goes to the other <coughs> gun to aim up and you just see his arm c- gone. It looks great. I love seeing him go. Why? He's awesome. Because he's the whole reason everyone's stuck there with the wrong information. If they knew what they were going into, then they might have got out. I don't think anybody knew there was an alien there. Yeah, I don't think even <laughs> even Dylan didn't know there was an alien. <laughs> yeah, no. no, but he knew that he sent so many people in. It wasn't going to be. They could have brought different things. He, did, he sent a, a troop of three Green Berets in at first, and they were the ones that ended up skinned in the beginning. Yeah. Yep. But then he offered to go. So... He didn't think it was too dangerous. He was like, well, then I'm going to go. I mean, he went. He's the one who offered to go. I don't think he's a bad guy. I think he's a horrible guy. I think he made a mistake. And and they they pretty much show that in the movie. Like, he he owns up for his mistake. I guess. I still don't like him, though. There's no way you're (laughs) switching my mind on this one. Hate him. Why? Because he used to be someone you could trust? What happened to you? (laughs) Just looking up the stuff about the actors, I found uh, Bill Duke, the guy who plays Mac. Mm-hmm. Became a teacher of transcendental meditation in Ethiopia in 1973. Really? <laughs> yeah. What? Taught under the guidance of the Maharashi Mahash Yogi. Wow. Carl Weathers played for the Oakland Raiders from 70 to 71. Yep. And then played, uh, he was linebacker, and then he played for the like Canadian <clears throat> football team from 71 to 73. Wow. BC Lions. <clears throat> I knew he played for the. Raiders, I didn't know he played for Canada, too. He played eight games with the Raiders. <laughs> Jesse Ventura was the bodyguard for the Rolling Stones for a while. <clears throat> really? That's pretty cool. Yeah. On top of all the other things we listed he did. Wow. I, I make all these jokes about <clears throat> Jesse Ventura all the time, and he's kind of like a punchline now. But as governor, he was for same-sex marriage and for legalizing <clears throat> marijuana. Yeah. Way back then. He was against the, the it-can-only-be-man-and-woman thing. Yeah. And for all the characters in this movie, you wouldn't think that's the one who would be like for same-sex marriage and legalizing marijuana. (laughs) I mean, it's smart. I mean, literally, how many marriages you probably had that were just because you didn't want to break up families and get people mad at you, so you were in these horrible relationships. That's most of mine. (laughs) But if you just let people be the way they want to be... You're not having as many marriages broken up. You're not having as much population in the world. And you're you're killing like three good things all at once with this one thing of just believing in what people want to do. I like the whole thought. We get the weed in because everyone's happy. So there's no fighting in war. <laughs> He's one of the rare occasions that a guy runs for, gets governor, and then switches parties. <laughs> <laughs> The final battle between the alien and Dutch is, I don't know. It's not great. Yeah, like, it wasn't going well for Dutch. No. Despite all his booby traps. There's a point where he gets the upper hand, though. Yeah. There's a point where he has him on the run. And how does he? He messes it up. Oh, oh, the he goes back in the water and washes the mud off. Yeah. But for a while there, he has the upper hand. I love when he's got that one trap set up. Come on. Kill me. What you, come on. I'm right here. And he's like looking at it and looking at it. You want me to go down there too much. Yeah. What are you waiting for? I hate the ending. 
Yeah. When he was setting that trap up, I thought he was setting up two different traps. Like I didn't realize it was like that, that big log that was up in the tree. Yeah. Was going to spring the spikes. Mm-hmm. That's what, that's what drove the spikes onto him. Oh, uh, okay. I thought it was two different traps. I thought the log was one trap and the spikes were a different trap. Yeah. <laughs> Poncho gets the log trap. Yeah. Poor guy. What What about the ending where he self-destructs or? Yeah. Like, I feel like it should have been, if they're going to end it that way, then it should have been him setting off a beacon, showing some sort of information going somewhere else. Yeah. If they're going to have him blowing up himself with a smile and well, that everything may have also, That might have been right. a dual thing. Both of those things might have happened. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, true. but I wish it had just like, shown it if that was going to be. I don't think that girl gets on that helicopter. <clears throat> I don't think so either. <laughs> she shows up. There's no team of, of U.S. troops and just one gorilla covered in the, the troops' blood. Yeah. Let me in. <laughs> no. And then there's like a there's a nuclear explosion. And the helicopter comes back to pick up Dutch. Which yeah. he wouldn't go into the zone. And, and you know what? He didn't make it. Dude, we all <laughs> saw what just happened. He's probably still alive. I hate the whole ending. <laughs> I love it. Because it's, like, it's so unrealistic. It's the perfect dumb 80s action movie and somehow spawned a sci-fi like icon. Would you have known that thing was counting down? Yeah. <laughs> really? It's yeah. pretty clearly. Well, only because it goes from three digits to two digits to one digit. <laughs> yeah. I don't know what the digits are, but I can tell the numbers getting smaller. <laughs> yeah. It's just alien numbers, just lights disappearing. Yeah. <laughs> Who knows? Maybe that was his battery. That's true. <laughs> but no, I mean, first time I ever saw that movie, I, I was like, oh, that's counting down. <laughs> it, the thing it, laughing at him kind of gives it away. Yeah. The laugh. <laughs> the, the Bowser laugh from Super <laughs> Mario 64. Yeah. Did you have any favorite scenes, Woman? Just Dylan when he dies with his arm going. It's pretty good. I don't I like that you like that Dylan died. <laughs> it's my favorite. Probably made me smile. God, what? Is there no road to redemption with you? No. Once you burn my bridge, you're done. <laughs> once you drop us into our meat grinder. <laughs> yep. You still wanted to keep Anna tied up. Didn't want her to help. Didn't want anything to do with her. Nope, I'm good. He says what they did stopped an attack on American soil. Yeah, but as they're trying to fight and everything, when they're making their first trap, he's just sitting there watching him until Arnold has to come over and yell at him, maybe you should help. Yeah. Well, he's CIA. Does that mean you don't get your hands dirty? Except with a gun? So you you don't do any hard lifting, manual stuff? They're supposed stuff? to kill you with a pen like John Wick. <laughs> yeah. After he gave away their position so many times. Well, I guess we know your least favorite cast member. Bob, did you have the hate for Dylan? <laughs> Not really. I, I mean, I didn't necessarily care about it one way or the other. The story means not, the, the way they got there almost means nothing to me. Yeah. It's just the fact that there's an alien. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I like the alien better than I like Dylan. I mean, yeah, I agree. I don't know. If I were going to pick a scene I like the best, it'd probably be the one where Ventura got killed. And everybody came in. That was great. Guns blazing all at once. That was my second favorite Even scene. though they didn't hit anything. <laughs> <laughs> well, I guess they did. They nicked them. <laughs> they just didn't realize they nicked them. What's yours? I'm thinking. Whenever I take these notes, I never remember to just make a note. Hey, this is your favorite. I was like, okay, now it's the moment the to alien, play the whole movie back in my head. the alien was, was taking care of his wound. 
The, with the med kit? Yeah, and he poured that stuff on and just roared. Yeah, that's pretty good. And the whole crew just kind of looks up into the jungle like, what the hell? <laughs> I mean, my favorite visual of the movie is when Arnold's or, or Dutch is ready. When he's got everything done, he lights his torch, and he just goes out and gives the war cry. Yeah. That's great. By the way, when he was setting up all these traps, he's covered in mud so they can't see his body temperature and stuff, right? Yeah. You notice he was sitting at a campfire? <laughs> it's really nice <laughs> that the Predator just kind of gave him the afternoon. <laughs> like, all right, man, you do what you got to do. He's got a campfire directly in front of him. Yeah. And the thing didn't notice. I'm not saying it's a perfect movie. <laughs> <laughs> the downfall is the heat stuff. Yeah. What about this campfire, man? <laughs> they couldn't figure out how to make it mash. <laughs> if only they just let the aliens see different. They had to really lean into it can, that it thermal. They can see body heat, but they can't see fire. Yeah. <laughs> and the body heat's weird. Yeah. I feel like they could have smelt them. As big as his face was, I feel like something with the nose should have been a part of it. <laughs> he should have smelt that helicopter. <laughs> he should have heard the helicopter. Forget about All the those helicopter. dudes on that one helicopter? He smelt that thing 12 miles away. Yeah. Just tracking him through Arnold Stogies. I like when Max, like... I don't know, because it's always like a build-up to almost my favorite scene, and then it doesn't happen. Like when Max loses his mind, he just starts singing the song from the beginning. Yeah. Just, I'm going to have some fun. I'm going to have me some fun. I'm like, oh, this is going to be awesome. And then it's not. <laughs> yeah, it's, my favorite scene is, is when Dylan dies. But it's not why it's your favorite scene. <laughs> it doesn't matter. It's how great that visual is of the arm still shooting the gun on the ground. <laughs> And then when it cuts back to him standing and he's getting ready to use the other hand, it's just his arm is just gone. So brutal. And there's not any blood because they said they set it up earlier that it immediately cauterizes. Yeah. Looks great. Least favorite? I really don't like the tail ending. I just don't like how it ends. I don't mind that so much. It's like I didn't like I mean, they, it looks like he blows Max's head up. Right? <laughs> like that's like you said, there's no trophy there. Yeah. And then they no. cut back to it and his head's fine. Yeah. yeah, like they show his head not blown up. That's just nitpicky, though. Someone just didn't edit that right. They should have clipped it a little sooner, I think. I don't know. My least favorite was the one thing that didn't make any damn sense. That campfire. Yeah. <laughs> he knows the thing sees heat vision. Why are you build a campfire? I think my <laughs> least favorite is when we talked about it earlier. When when Dylan's going through the paperwork, like, oh, this is great. This is bigger than anything we ever seen. And just <laughs> yeah. every page he picks up is the biggest deal. Yeah. It just feels fake. I like how your least favorite is with Dylan, and your favorite is still when he dies. Hmm. <laughs> is there anything else we're missing? I don't think so. Jean-Claude Van Damme didn't lose much on this because he went from getting fired from this movie or, or whatever the story is yeah. to doing Bloodsport, which is like what blew him up. So yeah. <laughs> he made out just fine. Well, if you like what you heard, you can tell a friend. Spread the word of the podcast. If you know someone that would enjoy this as well, say, hey, friend, there's a podcast you need to listen to. They did an episode about Predator, and you can enjoy it as well. Sincerely, me, <laughs> your friend. That's exactly how you need to tell them. <laughs> and you can leave a five-star rating and review. We have an email, moviesagainsttime at gmail.com. Instagram, moviesagainst. Twitter, moviesagainst. If you guys want to buy buy any merchandise, we're selling fuck buckets at biz.store. <laughs> what? Rude. First 100 fuck buckets sold get signed by Sylvia. Until next time.
Get to the chopper. <laughs> Get to the chopper. <laughs>